Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. On this episode, we will be looking at our favorite DraftKings plays for Tuesday night's main slate, and then we'll touch on everything from game lines to prop bets. We're going to cover it all. Now, as always, before we start, this is just a reminder that we are not professional gamblers and are just here to talk stats, trends, and the occasional gut feeling that we think could win us a few extra bucks. So please always gamble responsibly. All right, let's get into the show. Gambling? Let's say anything about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. You are now tuning in to the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 2nd, and as always, I'm Stefan Leo, joined by David Crosby, Jake Carter, and Steel Roden. Guys, it's been a minute, and I didn't prep you guys for this. I want just a gunslinger response. Steel, I'm going to start with you. Who is the best team in the NHL right now, and who is the worst team in the NHL right now? Well, after last night, I think the best team has to be the Toronto Maple Leafs with that uh, 3 nothing win over the Edmonton Oilers, back-to-back shutouts for the uh, backup goaltenders. Uh, a couple of days ago, I actually tweeted out that it was the Vegas Golden Knights who were the top team in the NHL. But just the way that the Leafs are playing right now in that North Division against some of the top teams in the division, I think the Leafs have it to be the best team in the NHL right now, especially without their starting goaltender, Freddie Anderson. And then the worst team for me, it's got to be the Detroit Red Wings. Like, if you guys watched the highlights uh, the other day, Thomas Bryce was not happy with the way the team was playing, and rightfully so. They're just not a good team. They don't get a lot of goals in the game so far. They're one of the worst teams for goals for and goals against in the league. And I just think it's been a struggle for them, and it's going to be a struggle for them for the next couple of years. All right, so Toronto and Detroit. David, who do you have? I think it's hard to not pick Toronto after what we've seen this week, but I'm going to stick with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they've been just as impressive to me as Toronto, and I think they have performed a little bit better against what I would probably call some better competition. Like, I mean, this Canadian division has been really good, but there are some struggling teams in the North right now. Even the good teams have had some pretty big bumps in the road. So I think to me, the Tampa Bay Lightning are still the best team in the league until proven otherwise. Um, As far as the worst team, unfortunately, it's probably the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, they haven't played a ton of games. They were off for, you know, COVID for a little while. So maybe it's a little bit of a small sample size. They've got some talented players, but like, When you see a guy like Jeff Skinner getting scratched and they owe him, what, like $70 million, they can't get a stop. Rasmus Dahlin had a really slow start to the season. Like Jack Eichel is the only guy who's been performing for that team. And it's a disaster in Buffalo. Yeah, Cross, I think I was looking at it last night and they played nine games since missing six games due to the shutdown. And they've only won two of the nine since coming back. So it's not looking too pretty down in Buffalo. And with Tampa Bay, you know, the scariest part of it all might be the fact that they could get Kucherov back for the playoffs, too. And they're on this dominant role right now, which is four regulation losses. And they don't even have arguably their best player. Jake, what do you have, though? Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm going to side with Steele on this one for the best team. I have to go with the Leafs, you know, just because, you know, Matthews has missed the past few games. You know, Steele, you mentioned it. Anderson's not there. Um, You know, looking back at it, like, you know, I saw a tweet this morning and and it said, if you would have told me a year ago that Michael Hutchinson just recorded a 
you know, a, a, a 30 save or whatever it was, a shutout, a 3 nothing win against the Oilers, um, I wouldn't have believed you. And it's it's true, but, um, you know, it goes to show you that he's kind of turned his game around and the Leafs, I think, collectively are playing a more solid team game this year. Um, and then for my worst team, I, I think I'm also going to go with Detroit. I think that, you know, in terms of the worst team on paper, I think it's definitely Detroit. Um, but if you're going with expectations, I, I think then Buffalo um, easily, I, I think just because of, you know, what they were hoping to do going into this year and especially with Taylor Hall coming in too. Um, but with the way they've been playing, you know, I, I think I'm still going to go with the Red Wings. You know, I'm a guy who loves patterns and you saw, you know, Tampa Bay got swept by Columbus in a very disappointing fashion in a first round loss. They went on the next year to win the Stanley Cup. Last year, everybody had the Leafs going in and steamrolling the Columbus Blue Jackets. They end up losing in five, don't even really technically make it to the playoffs. And hey, maybe this year they're going to come out and win the Stanley Cup. So I have to say that the Leafs are the best team in the NHL right now. But as for the worst team, I have to go with the Buffalo Sabres. It's just you're even hearing problems in the dressing room. When are they going to fire this guy who like what are they going to do with jack eichel who is supposed to be their savior and now it's like how fast can we get him out and for what kind of a return but guys moving on to tonight there's eight games on the DraftKings main slate so there's some great value across the board and we're going to help our listeners find it all on today's episode we're going to be covering five games in detail telling you our favorite dfs plays and a breakout bet for each and then we'll wrap it all up with some honorable mentions and our locks of the night starting in montreal where the canadians look to snap a five-game losing streak against the Ottawa Senators. Jake, do you think they can snap that losing streak, and who do you like from this game? Well, Steph, I, I really think they can tonight, and I, I know that some nights, some episodes, we've went against the Ottawa Senators, and they've surprised all of us. So, you know, I for my case, hopefully, you know, that doesn't happen, but um, I really do think they can, especially, too, because Ottawa, um, you know, they did have a big win last night against the Flames, but they are in the, that back-to-back the second half. So I think that Montreal will go in. Um, you know, they do have the new coach in Dominic Ducharme, but I think they'll be able to turn things around. Because of that, I've got some Canadians in my DFS lineup. So for me, um, starting off down the middle, I went with Nick Suzuki at $4,900. Um, you know, he had a hot start to the year, but he's struggled lately. You know, he's just got three points in his last 10 games. But he is averaging eight fantasy points a game. He's coming off a goal in their last contest. And I do like that matchup against Ottawa. And then alongside him uh, for a stack, I went with Tyler Toffoli at $7,100. The, the prices do kind of offset there. Uh, but Toffoli's been, you know, fairly consistent all year for Montreal. 17 points in 20 games. Um, you know, he had a team high six shots on goal in their last game uh, in that 2-1 overtime loss to Winnipeg. So I think that for Toffoli, he loves to shoot the puck on net, so he'll get you some shots on net whether or not he produces uh, on the scoreboard. And then on defense, um, if you want to throw him in there, depending on you know what, what your costs are, but Jeff Petrie, uh, $6,400, just a dependable defenseman, does a bit of everything. I think previously I've said he's like a fantasy machine because of what he does, but uh, you know he puts up a lot of points. Seven of his 18 points this year have come on their power play. So um, if Ottawa can't stay out of the box, look for Petrie to maybe put some power play points up. And then I had to put in a senator as well. I went with Drake Batherson, um, if you can fit him in, depending you know on, on everything. But uh, at $4,300, he's coming off a two-goal game uh, last night against the Flames on Monday night. And he scored in six straight games. So he's hot right now. Could be a good option with some decent value too at just $4,300. 
So a little bit of a discount on Suzuki, but Jake spending big on his other players in this game. Crosby, are you following suit? I am. Uh, looks like Jake and I are emptying the bank account on this game together, and we got a lot of the same players, you know. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, I think I got to be all in with him if Josh Anderson is out again with injury. You uh, mentioned the shots last game, Jake, and he didn't have a single point, and he still had 12 fantasy points. That's how you know a guy is a pretty good lock to get you some good points because uh, in this one, Joey Decord is likely getting the start for the Ottawa Senators, and between the A and the NHL this year, he has played 140 minutes of hockey, one NHL period, and he made five saves. You think this guy could be a little bit rusty? You think the the Montreal Canadiens might be able to pounce on this terrible Ottawa Senators defense and put up some points? I think it's a pretty good bet that that's going to happen. So uh, even though, you know, Jake and I are going with some higher-end guys like Toffoli, I also had Petrie on there. I'm going to go with some cheaper options in this game too. I think somebody like Jonathan Druin, it's worth a shot that he could have a big game. He's got the lowest shooting percentage of his career right now, 2.5% lower than his career and 6.6% lower than last season. He's getting a lot more opportunity right now. His last three games have been the three highest for time on ice this season. So I think he's on a definite upward trajectory and you should keep an eye on Jonathan Druin. The other player I like in this one, not flashy at all, but uh, defenseman Ben Chirot at $4,600. He's almost never had a dud in DFS this entire year. He's averaging close to eight fantasy points per game because he's got 48 shots, 39 hits, and 33 blocks. If he can get on the score sheet, you can pretty much bank that he's going to have a good double-digit score. And I got to circle back to what Jake said about Drake Batherson. I'm going with him again tonight, too. And if he manages to get another goal tonight... That would be the franchise record for goal uh, g- games with a goal in a row in Ottawa history. So I'm rooting for him big time. I think his linemates are going to be looked to setting him up all night. And even if Ottawa is losing this game, it's still something extra for them to play for and push for that entire 60 minutes. Something a little bit extra to play for as well with uh, Ben Sherrod is maybe this heated rivalry that he started with Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzla. Because uh, last game, I don't know if you guys saw when they played, but after a pretty gruesome fight, uh, Kachuk was laughing in the box and Stutzla came over and shared a little grin with him too. So it'll be interesting to see how those two play out tonight as well because the Kachuk brothers don't really shy away from anyone. Steele, who do you have in this game? Yeah, I have to agree with Crosby and Jake here. I think it's going to be a little bit of a lopsided game in the favor of the Montreal Canadiens, but I'm going to give the listeners a little bit of a sense of what the Ottawa Senators players bring in tonight's game. And I, uh, I actually picked up Brady Chuck at $7,200. He's the most expensive player in this game, and rightfully so. He's got 16 points on the season, 102 shots, 103 hits so far this season. He averages just under 13 fantasy points per game. I think he brings a lot to the table. And I'm going to stack him up with his line, his line mate, Connor Brown, at $4,200. A little bit of a cheaper option. Uh, on that top line, but 12 points so far this season, 52 shots. He averages just over 7.2 fantasy points per game. And then on the back end, Thomas Chabot, their best defenseman in the game, at $6,100. 15 points, 52 shots, 26 blocks, uh, 27 hits. He averages just over 10 fantasy points per game. That gives the listeners a little bit of a sense of what the Ottawa Senators uh, bring in this game, but they're going in a back-to-back uh, series right now. They played last night. 
Uh, and they're going to be playing against a little bit of a rest of Montreal Canadiens team. So I think the Montreal Canadiens can, uh, you know, get back on track and get a win in, in their column and in, in, in their favor. But I think the Senators play really well against the Canadiens so far this year. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a closer game, but still uh, Montreal winning this one. You know, with Ottawa coming on the like back end of a back-to-back, I like one player that hasn't been mentioned yet, and that's Tim Stutzla himself. Last time they played Montreal, it was a 5-4 game. Stutzla had an assist. He had six shots on goal and a hit. He put, he had 18.5 fantasy points in 17 minutes on ice. I kind of mentioned how there's a little bit of bad blood brewing between him and the Montreal Canadiens. At just 4200 bucks. you look for a younger guy with fresh legs to kind of step up in these back-to-backs. Maybe, just maybe, he could be a cheap value play of this game to find. And to go into my breakout bet, I also like him at an anytime goal scorer at plus 280. Jake, I'm going to come to you now. What bet do you like for this game? Yeah, Steph, for me, I kept things pretty simple here. I went with Montreal. Uh, I'm taking them on the puck line, though, at uh, minus 1.5, at minus 110. So, um, you know, I just think it goes down to Ottawa not being as rested. And, you know, if they decide to start Joey Decord, too, um, I think that that could be a, a bit of a problem for the Sens. David? I'll probably sprinkle a little bit on some either assists or goals from some Montreal players uh, when some more lines come out. But right now, I like anytime goal store Drake Batherson plus 400 to get that franchise record tonight. I love it. Steel? Well, I'm going to use a little bit of my psychic ability here and predict the score of the Montreal Canadiens winning 5-3 to three at plus 2,000. I think if you sprinkle a little bit of dough on there, you can make a little bit of money, and especially what the boys have said in, in tonight's game. If they play Joey Cord, I think they can score a lot of goals. All right, guys. Now, staying in the North Division, the Vancouver Canucks are losers of four straight, and they're traveling to Winnipeg to take on the Jets, who have actually won four in a row. Steele, who do you like from this game? Well, you guys know me, and I love stacking my lineup with Winnipeg Jets players, and that's exactly what I did again. And it worked for me last time, actually. So I'll start off with Nikolai Ehlers at $7,300. I think you have to go with him if you're going with anybody from the Jets. He has been their best player, in my opinion. 22 points on the season, 70 shots, averages just under 14 fantasy points per game. He's on the second power play unit. And I'm going to stack him up again with his linemate, Kyle Connor, at $6,400. 19 points on the season, 60 shots, averaging 12 fantasy points per game. He's actually on the top power play, so those two are mixed-matched on both the second, the first and second power play units. But then again, I'm going to my boy, Neil Pionk, at $5,400. He just brings so much to the game over everywhere on the ice. 16 points so far this season, three goals, 45 hits, 23 blocks, averaging just under nine fancy points per game. He is also joining Nikolai Ehlers on that second power play unit. So I love how it stacks together uh, in, you know, five on five as well on the power play. And then I'm going with a little bit of a cheaper option and I'm filling that second, uh, second line unit there. Paul Staxley at $3,900, uh, $3,900. He averages 6.5 fantasy points. He has 11 points on the season. He's actually on the first power play unit with Kyle Connor. So that adds a little bit of more uh, stability, I think for that first power play unit and hopefully uh, he can, you know, maybe pop, uh, pop a goal in uh, with a, from a juicy rebound or, you know, get an assist on the power play. And then to finish it off, I've got Laurent Dressois at $7,800. I think this is a really good steal in this game, especially them coming off uh, the game last night. Dressois uh, is 3-1-0 so far this season. He actually got a shutout in his last game, which of course was against the Vancouver Canucks. He has a 930, 935 
save percentage, and he's averaging just over 21 fantasy points per game so far. So I'm stacking my entire DFS lineup with uh, Winnipeg Jets players, and of course I'm going with the SWAT $7,800. Steal all in on the Winnipeg Jets tonight. I love it. Jake, do you agree with them? I do. I do for sure. And I think that, you know, you said it, Steph, where Vancouver, you know, these two teams are heading in completely different directions right now with Winnipeg on the winning side, Vancouver on the losing. But for me, Steele, I want a couple of different Jets uh, to stack tonight. Uh, first off, Mark Shifley at $7,900. He is, you know, pretty expensive up there, uh, but he's got 28 points in 21 games this year. I really like where his game's at. Uh, he's averaging 13.4 fantasy points per game. Um, and like I said, I do like that matchup against the Canucks and, and with Shifley, you know, that he's going to play, you know, you know, over 20 minutes a game every night and he's going to see time on that power play. Um, and then for, you know, I, I did a, a two man stack here for the Jets. Um, I might have changed things up now looking at their lines, but I went with Pierre-Luc Dubois at $4,900. Now he had been playing on the left wing alongside Shifley and Blake Wheeler, um, but now this morning, it looks like he might be centering their second line. So we'll see how that shapes up. Again, you just remember to take a look at the, the line combos and things like that. But Dubois, $4,900. He's got five points in six games since joining the Jets. And I thought if I was going to stack uh, two of them, uh, you know, Dubois does offset a little bit of Shifley's cost there and a bit of a, you know, not too expensive option. But um, I thought that could be a decent price to stack. Um, and then as well, Steele, Neil Pionk, I, I think, you know, you said everything about him, but uh, Crosby loves him too. We all love him. Uh, $5,400, just an all-around D-man that can do it all. So those are my uh, three guys from this game for the Jets. A little surprisingly cheap is Pierre-Luc Dubois for my liking too, but I don't know. When I was looking at this game, I just thought some of these players, steal. you're emptying the bank. Like they're just a little bit too expensive for my liking. David, what did you think? I couldn't agree with you more, Steph, and uh, these guys are diving right in. I'm just going to dip my toe in, and while there were a lot of expensive guys out there, I thought, you know what? I do want one player in this game, and even though he is the most expensive centerman, Jake uh, splurged a little bit on him, too. I had to go with Mark Shifley, and last night, it made it the first time this season he's had consecutive pointless efforts. Anybody here think he's going to make it three in a row that he doesn't score? I don't think so, okay? This guy's a special talent. He finds a way to put points on the board, and you know I I think the Jets are uh, are definitely going to come out and win this game. I mean, Braden Holpe, I I said it last episode, he's uh, supposed to start get the start tonight. Um, you know he's not Thatcher Demko. Let's be honest here. So yeah, I, I think Shifley could have a pretty big game and hopefully uh, put up enough to pay off that big price too. Well, you guys touched on everybody that I wanted to mention here. So I'll start with my breakout bet for this game because I do like the game and I do like the Winnipeg Jets. I just couldn't get those high prices into my lineup comfortably. But I like Winnipeg on the money line at minus 125. And I do think that this game can hit the over six at minus 125 as well. Steele, what do you have for your breakout bet? Uh, for my breakout bet, I actually have the Jets puck line at plus 175. I don't think they come back out and lose this game in terrible fashion, which they did last night in that 4 nothing loss. I think the Jets come out strong, exactly what uh, Crosby had to say, especially with their top centerman, uh, Mark Shifley. But I think those that second line unit of Kyle Connor and Nikolai Ehlers can get going again, and I've got the Jets on the puck line. David? I'm jumping on with Steele. Jets on the puck line for me, too. And Jake? 
Steph, I'm with you, man. Winnipeg on the money line, minus 125. So we all like Winnipeg just a little bit different each, guys. Over to the Battle of Pennsylvania. Now, Sidney Crosby is out due to being put into the COVID protocol, but the Flyers will be in Pittsburgh taking on the Penguins. The game is still on as of right now. Just maybe keep an eye on that. David, are there any players making it into your DFS lineup from this one? Well, I had a little bit of uh, buyer's remorse after I filled out my lineup last night. I had Chris Letang, Claude Giroux, and Jakub Voracek all in my lineup, all between five dollars and $6,000. And then in the pit of my stomach, I just got a bad feeling about this game. And I feel like all of these players you mentioned in that Jets game, they were pricey. I feel like every player worth rostering in this game is just too pricey for me. So uh, unless this changes, I think I'm going to stay away completely. All right, Steele, what do you have? Yeah, this was a really pricey game in my opinion. So I actually only have one guy, and that's Jake Gensel at $6,800. Still a little bit uh, above what I would have liked to pay, but Jake Gensel, 17 points, 51 shots, 18 hits. He's averaging just over 10.5 fantasy points per game. Uh, and, and that was really the only guy that stuck out to me. When you look at guys like uh, James Van Riemsdyk, which I believe was the top, the highest priced player here. It, it was just too much, too expensive and, uh, and too rich for my blood here. So I had to go with just with the one guy, Jake Gensel. You guys are breaking my heart. Jake, save me. Do you like yeah. anything here? <laughs> Steph, I'll save you with a couple of guys. I don't know if I have as many as you for this game, but um, I have to agree with you guys that, you know, there were a lot of pricey guys in here and, and uh, I did write down a couple of guys, but none of them made it into my lineup. I thought I'd just have them down uh, for the sake of, you know, uh, you know, having them, you know, giving you more info about them, I guess I could say. But um, first off, Brian Rust, I, I think $6,500. Um, it does change now a little bit, maybe if Crosby's not playing. So that's something maybe to look at, um, you know, who will take over for him if it's Malkin or, or whatever. But, um, you know, Rust, he's got 15 points in 20 games, $6,500. Uh, he's also got 71 shots on net, which is just over three and a half per game. So uh, he's going to put the puck on net. Uh, he's averaging 11.6 fantasy points per game. And then on the flyer side, I went with a guy at a similar price point, uh, Joel Faraby, $6,200. Uh, he's coming off a two-point game against the Sabres on Sunday uh, when the Flyers shut them out 3-0. 17 points in 18 games. Again, uh, 11.3 fantasy points per game. And you could either stack him with, with um, you know, Sean Couturier or JVR. Uh, but, you know, I just think... For, for the prices of these guys, uh, it wasn't anything that I was really interested in and and, uh, and really committing to for this game. Well, see, friends, it's great that we uh, don't all agree because this is where I actually want to spend my money. And after hearing the Crosby news, I'm actually more thrilled that I'm spending my money on this game. I like Sean Couturier at 6800 bucks. I really like Claude Giroux at 5600 bucks. You even look, Nolan Patrick right now is getting power play time, and he's 2000 and $900. So there's a lot of cheap plays for the Philadelphia Flyers that I really, really like. And the best one might actually be Carter Hart at under 8,000 bucks. He's at $7,800. Now you take out Sidney Crosby and a Pittsburgh Penguins team that's kind of sputtering out of control a little bit. You have a Flyers team that's confident. They're winners of three straight. I believe they had back-to-back shutouts from both goalies over the weekend, two in two games. So I like everything about the Philadelphia Flyers right now. I was very high on Carter Hart coming into the season. So a $7,800 dollar Carter Hart going up against a Pittsburgh Penguins team that has no Sidney Crosby. I'm pushing quite a few chips in on this Pittsburgh Penguins team. And uh, I like them on the money line as well. 
Let me just double check what their numbers at right now, but it's minus 120 for the Flyers on the money line. Plus 205 if you want to take the minus one and a half. I'm still contemplating that. I don't know how much I love them, but I might like them just that much. Steele, what do you like for your breakout bet in this game? Well, I went with the uh, the one guy that I chose in this game, and I picked Jake Gensel, first period goal at plus 500. I think he really comes out strong in that first period. It might be a little bit more difficult now that Sidney Crosby's not in the lineup for him. But uh, yet again, I think he's probably one of their best players, if not their best player on the team right now without Sidney Crosby in the lineup. So Jake Gensel, first period goal at plus 500. David? Well, I think the reason I had this bad feeling about all of these offensive players is because these two goalies have been so good. And Steph, you talked about Carter Hart and how he's coming off that shutout. Well, Tristan Jari shook off a rough start to the season. He's been great his last seven games. He hasn't allowed more than three goals in any of those seven. So I think he's flying a little bit under the radar. I'm taking the under six goals at minus 110 in this one. Under the radar, he is indeed. Jake, what do you have? Steph, I'm going with you again. I got the Flyers on the money line. I think this game actually started out as a pick em originally at minus 110, but I think, you know, with Crosby out now, the, the odds have shifted to the Flyers. So, yeah, I'm taking Philly on the money line. Lost out on a little bit of value there, but it's okay. There's still lots of value to be found, guys. Moving on to Nashville, where the Preds host the Hurricanes. James Reimer is expected to make his 13th start of the season. He has a 9-3 and record going into this one. Jake, is Optimus Rhymes in your lineup tonight? Steph, I'd love it for him to be, but unfortunately he is not. Uh, I think I had him in. I think I had him in um, in one of our other episodes. Uh, I think it was after, right after Peter Morazic got hurt. But uh, unfortunately he's not. Actually, he might be. Uh, I'll leave it at that. He's a game time decision <laughs> for me. Uh, depending depending on uh, if my current goalie, who we'll talk about a bit a bit later on, if he gets the start or not, but. Um, I did have a few Hurricanes uh, that I wrote down here um, in this matchup against the Preds. Uh, I'm going to start off with Vincent Trocek at center, $6,300. He's, he's on their second line with Andrei Svechnikov and Jesper Fast. And, you know, for Trocek, he's already matched his goal total from last year with 11. Um, he's got 18 points in 20 games, 13.2 fantasy points per game. So, um, you know, I thought at his price, you know, it's not terrible. I, I thought maybe it was a little high considering, you know, some of the other guys out there tonight. But uh, Vincent Trocek at $6,300. And then my other guy, I thought you could stack him with Svechnikov if you wanted to, $5,900. He does just have six points since last 10 games, but, you know, he's still a really dangerous player. I think he can get you any night. Um, 17 points on the season. So uh, th- those are my two guys for this matchup. Steele, what do you have here? I have the exact same players as Jake here, Andre Svesnikov and Vincent Trocek. Uh, like Jake said, I think Vincent Trocek was a little bit overpriced, but I still chose him just because he has the hot hand right now. And of course, they, the Hurricanes did play last night, but even in the back end of a back-to-back, I think the Hurricanes are still way better team than the uh, Nashville Predators here. I think defensively, they just haven't figured it out yet. They are they're struggling everywhere along the ice. And I just think the Hurricanes are a better team, so I picked the top two guys in this game. Crosby, is it the Trocek and Sveshnikov show for you as well? 
You know, I had Svechnikov in my lineup. I've taken him out, just like Jake. He's kind of a game-time decision for me. I'm not too sure if I'm going to put him back in. It's funny, a guy who's got 17 points in 20 games, it feels like it's underwhelming, and he's sort of letting you down from a fantasy perspective, and you're kind of waiting for that breakout to happen. I sure hope it doesn't happen tonight if I uh, leave him on the bench. But, you know, I, I do like his opportunities. 12 shots in his last four games. I think I think the opportunity is there, but... Little too pricey for me. I like it. Well, I actually like Sebastian Aho and Andrei Svechnikov a little bit more than you guys do. Did you guys see that pass Aho made last night in overtime to Natchez? There's just a beautiful play. Sometimes Carolina makes those plays that just kind of makes you shake your head and forget that they're in North Carolina playing in front of probably no fans because the talent that they can put on the ice is spectacular. And one of the talents that I think goes a little bit undervalued as well is Brett Pesci at just 4,300 bucks. Pesci's averaging 8.6 fantasy points per game. Guys, he got blanked in DFS one on February 24th against Tampa Bay. But since then, in the three games, he's put up 21.4 fantasy points, 14.1 and 14 and a half. I think he's a great play, especially against a Nashville team that's not looking too good. And then I also have Matthias Ekholm at 3,900 bucks. He's just one of those defensemen that we love says that we love to say does all the gritty things and the ugly things. He's getting a lot of shots on net as well. But with that being said, I do like the Hurricanes on the money line at minus 120 tonight. Jake, what do you have for your breakout bet in this game? Steph, you know, listening to this episode, it sounds like me and you colluded for all of our <laughs> breakout bets because I've also got the Hurricanes on the money line. Um, so, you know, I just, you know, I thought the odds weren't too bad. Um, and I really like them, uh, especially going up against the Preds. I do. I think they're getting a little bit of a higher odds boost because they did play last night and they are coming off the back-to-back. But I do think they're still the better team against Nashville. Crosby, what do you think? I agree. I'm not only going with the money line, I'm also going to put it in on the puck line at plus 190. Uh, I didn't like the price of any of the players in this game, but I sure like the price of those odds. Steele, are we completing the the four for four trifecta? Yeah, I also want the Hurricanes on the puck line plus 190 here. Uh, like Crosby said, I just like I like them. Uh, they're them better than the National Predators tonight, even though they're coming on a back to back. All right, you heard it here, guys. The Canes are a lock to win tonight. Let's finish this up with our game of the night, the 14-4-1 Tampa Bay Lightning in Dallas taking on the Stars. Dallas with just one regulation loss on home ice. Steele, what are your favorite players in this game? Yeah, and I would have chosen the top guys at the Lightning, but like I mentioned before, I stacked all of my players in that Winnipeg-Vancouver game tonight. So I decided again to go with a little bit of a different route and just – uh, show the uh, tell the viewers or the listeners uh, kind of the opponent they got in the Dallas Stars here, and I think there are a couple of value picks that you can choose uh, if you decide to stack up your lineup in another in a different game. So my first guy is Jamie Bennett, fifty four hundred dollars, eight points so far this season, not off to a great start uh, so far this season. Uh, I just think that at fifty four hundred, it's a little bit of a you know kind of just hope he produces something tonight. If you're looking for someone to just add in, you know, as a utility guy or one of your last winger position or uh, center positions, or sorry, winger positions. And then I stack him up with his linemate, Ruth Bayhead, at $5,000. I think he's got 10 points on the season. Both of those guys in the top power play unit. Uh, Of course, the Lightning are a better team here. But just to give the the listeners a little bit of a different uh, route if they chose to stack up their lineup. And then Miro Heiskanen on the back end, $4,300. Nine points so far this season, 22 shots on them. 22 shots on net. Like I've been telling this guy, 
just get shots on net and you're going to get a goal. He's still without a goal so far this season. So I have a little bit of a feeling he's going to get one tonight. So that one's just a little bit of a gut feeling I have for Miro Heiskanen, who's a little bit, uh, has, again, like Jamie Ben, just not off to a great start and not playing his best game that we've seen him play. And then this is my value pick in this game. Eric Chernak at $3,100. He's got four points on the season, 35 shots, 22 blocks, 34 hits. Like, again, I think this guy just does everything right uh, all over the ice. I think he can produce offensively, even though he hasn't scored a goal so far this season. Uh, but Eric Chernak is my value pick in this game. Steele, I wanted to roll with your gut feeling there, but my my book that I use doesn't even have an anytime goal scorer for Heiskanen right now, so I can't even roll with you. I might have to sprinkle him in on some DFS lineups. Crosby, what do you have in this game? I, I'm glad that Steele covered the Dallas Stars because I'm going to stay as far away from the Stars as I possibly can right now. Like They are ice cold, man. They had such a great start there coming off of that delayed start to their season, and I just don't like anything I'm seeing out of Dallas right now, and I'm just going to stay away until further notice. But the one player that I really like in this game that is probably the best bargain in DFS tonight is center Anthony Sorelli, $4,300. He was my value pick for fantasy in the preseason. He's had a great start, man, 12 points in 13 games. He's a plus-minus dynamo. There's not many guys out there that you can rely on to be a plus player anymore, but this is one of them. He's a special teams ace. He's on the power play. He's got some shorthanded points this season. Here's a stat for you. He averages the ninth most points among active centers tonight but he's got the 28th highest price tag. If you're passing up this guy, you better have some good guys uh, taking up your center spots tonight. I do not, and I am not passing him up. He was on my list as well, David. So uh, if you're threatening our listeners, you guys better be listening because if you guys don't have a good centerman, we'll be letting you hear about it if Anthony Sorelli does go off the way we think he will. Jake, who do you have? Yeah, uh, I'm going to start things off with Anthony Sorelli. You guys, you mentioned it, Cross. I mean, I'm just going to keep it rolling. Um one thing, you know, that that I found interesting, too, about him, of course, um, I believe he's just played one game uh, coming back from his injury. Um, so now his salary is, is a bit lower. I think it's around $1,000 lower than what it had been for most of the season. So I think, you know, that's, you know, really where that really good price and value comes in. So, yeah, basically, like you guys said, if you don't have Sorelli, um, you probably should. Um, but then another one of my guys, uh, Joe Pavelski, I didn't p- put him in my lineup, but I thought... Maybe he could be an option for Dallas. Um, you know, I was just comparing Pavelski and, and Stamkos on the other side for Tampa. Um, and I thought they were similar in terms of their fantasy points per game. But Pavelski was a bit cheaper. So he's at $6,600. Um, he's already got more power play points this year uh, than he did all of last season with 12. So I, I think that that goes to show you how well he's played so far. But overall, I, I think I would stay away from Dallas in this matchup. And then my last guy in this game for Tampa as well. Uh, on the back end, Mikhail Sergachev at $4,900. Uh, I decided to kind of stack him with Sorelli, if you could call it a stack, I guess, uh, even though one's a defenseman, one's a forward. But, um, you know, Sergachev does a bit of everything back there, 15 points, 29 hits, uh, 34 shots on goal, and 24 blocks in 19 games. Well, I was about to say the only guy that I have that hasn't been mentioned yet was Mikhail Sergachev, but Jake, thanks for stealing that one from me as well. Guys, you guys covered pretty much everything from the DFS-wise in this game, so I'm going to get straight to my breakout bet. Last time these two teams played on February 27th, Stamkos had a goal, an assist, and just two shots on goal, but I think he can get three shots on goal tonight, so I'm taking the over 
two and a half shots at minus 140 for Steven Stamkos. Steele, what do you have as your breakout bet for this game? I have the over five and a half goals at plus 115. I think this might be a relatively high scoring game. Like you said, the Lightning won that game on February 27th, 5-0. So hopefully the Dallas Stars can at least get one and just get over the five and a half goals here. David? I'm going with the hat trick on this one, guys. I called Tampa the best team in the league. I'm going money line, puck line, and the over as well. Jake? Yeah, I just got Tampa on the money line cross. I'm not going to do the trifecta. I'm just keeping things simple. Uh, <laughs> minus 180 for me. Um, I just think, you know, for me, with, with Tampa on the puck line, I, even though Dallas has been struggling, I still think they have that chance that they could potentially make it a close game. So uh, I went a little bit safer, although the odds aren't as great. But uh, Tampa on the money line. Now, like I did mention earlier on in the show, there are eight games on the main slate. We did only touch on five. So let's get into some honorable mention DFS plays. Jake, I'm going to come right back to you here. What are some players that are maybe not on those big five games that you're looking at? Yeah, well, two two guys that I've got down here are both from the New York Islanders. I think one of you guys said previously, I don't know if Steele or Cross, I think it was you, Cross, you stay as far away from the Islanders for DFS as you possibly can. But for me, uh, depending on if he starts or not, Ilya Sorokin uh, at the goaltender position, $7,700. Uh, a cheaper option between the pipes, but you know I think if he does play, uh, he's coming off back-to-back shutout wins over Philly and Buffalo, or excuse me, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, um, and he's going up against New Jersey, and they only have one win in their last six games, so I really like that matchup. And then another guy on the Islanders, a rookie, uh, their winger, Oliver Wallstrom, He's only $2,900. I thought this could be some really good value. Uh, he's got five points and nine shots on goal in their last in his last four games. Uh, and four of those five points came on the power play. So um, a really cheap price for some potentially high upside uh, for Wallstrom there on the Islanders. Wallstrom's a very skilled, very talented player. I actually played him over the weekend and he scored. So uh, I'm liking that play at $2,900. Jay Crosby, who are your honorable mentions? I've got a few that I'm going to go off the board with, and this makes me feel a little bit worse, but I'm going to have to go head-to-head with Jake, and I'm jumping on a couple New Jersey Devils tonight, and I know Steele's got my back on this one. I'm going to start Mackenzie Blackwood in net at $7,900. He's one of the cheaper goalie options tonight. He's against a bottom 10 offense in New York. He's got a 920 save percentage, nearly 16 fantasy points per game. I like him to get the win and some good stats tonight. I think another, uh, there's a lot of cheap, really good value sentiment out there. And Pavel Zaka at $4,400, he's riding a 10-game point streak. He's got five points in his last three games. I mean, the Devils just continued to be underrated and undervalued. He's priced seven spots below his production right now, so I'm definitely going to have him in my lineup. And last but not least, Patrick Laine. Now, he's also pretty expensive at $6,700. But he's a really streaky player. I don't want to call him Phil Kessel, but his scoring is Phil Kessel-esque. He scores in bunches, and he goes really quiet for games at a time. I think against a team like Detroit, you're probably going to get a louder game than a quieter game. So I really like Line A tonight. His effort might be a little bit Phil Kessel-esque as well when back-checking. But um, I like that comparison there, Crosby. Uh, Steele, what do you have for your honorable mentions? I have to agree with Crosby here on Patrick Line. That's one of the guys that I went with. And I think this game comes at a perfect time for the Columbus Blue Jackets. A team that has been struggling recently on a five-game losing streak is playing a team that has been struggling all season long. So this game couldn't come at a better time. 
So that's why I decided to go with Patrick Line at $6,700 for the exact reasons why Crosby mentioned it. But then I also stack him up with his linemate and centerman, Jack Crosby, at $5,400. I think both of those guys have stepped up their game since that trade uh, from Winnipeg to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Both guys have 13 points. Both guys have over 30 shots on net so far this season. And I think they've been playing, like I said, I think they've stepped up their game drastically so far since entering the organization of the Blue Jackets. So I went with those two guys in my honorable mentions. Well, guys, I uh, went a little bit of a different route here. I also like Jack Roslovic, though, Steele. I think ever since he's gone to Columbus, he's been one of the more dynamic players in the league and one of the more funs to watch. More player, uh, one of the players that's a, a little bit more fun to watch, which isn't something usually here coming out of Columbus. Uh, but anyways, I actually wanted to mention either Igor Shosturkin or Alexander Gorgiev. The good thing about them is it's not sure who's going to be starting tonight, but they are the same price at just seventy nine hundred bucks. So wait a little bit, keep your ear to the grindstone there, and uh, when you hear who's starting. I would put one of them in because like we mentioned throughout this entire show, the Buffalo Sabres have just not been very good whatsoever. Now they can turn it on and there is a chance for them to kind of break out of this funk, but I'm willing to kind of risk it for a a goalie that's under 8,000 bucks on the New York Rangers, a team that can put it together defensively. Give me either Shesterkin or Gorgiev at a pretty decent price. But like I mentioned, guys, Carter Hart, even cheaper than that. So maybe keep an eye on that one. And then I'm going to kind of contradict myself here a little bit, but Rasmus Ristolainen at just 4,100 bucks as well is a decent play. Whenever you get a defenseman who blocks shots, who hits, who's on the power play, he's on the penalty kill, he's going to log upwards of 21, 22 minutes a night. I feel like there's a chance that they could hit a floor of about five, six, seven DraftKings points. So why not for 4,100 bucks? It saves you a little bit of money if you think that the Buffalo Sabres aren't as big of a dumpster fire as I do. That wraps up our DFS breakdown though for today. Now I know we've given you guys a lot of picks. So before we leave, we're going to quickly say which one is our breakout bet lock of the night. David, we're going to start with you today. What do you have as your lock of the night? I hope everybody here was listening to Steele when we did our uh, division previews at the start of the year because Carolina has really come through this year. I'm going with the Carolina money line at minus 120. And just to backtrack a little bit there, Steph, I appreciate you mentioning Ilya Shesterkin because unfortunately it looks like Aaron Dell is getting the start for the New Jersey Devils tonight. That's likely. Uh, Forget everything I said about Mackenzie Blackwood. It looks like they're not even going to let me play him tonight. Just my luck. So I'll probably go back with Shesterkin. Thank you, Steph. Appreciate that heads up. (laughs) Hey, anytime, man. That's why he's an honorable mention. Steele, what's your lock of the night? Well, I'm going back to my Winnipeg Jets here. Puck line at plus 175. I just can't see them coming back out and losing back-to-back games against the Vancouver Canucks, especially being shut out. And I think with Laurent Brassois, with the way he's played, backing up our Elba, I went with the Jets as my lock of the night at plus 175. Jake, what do you have? Steele, I'm with you on this one, but I've got the Jets on the money line, uh, minus 125 for exactly what you said. I just don't think they'll they'll, uh, put up a stinker on back-to-back nights. And I'm going to take the Philadelphia Flyers minus one and a half at plus 205. I think you're getting a hot Flyers team, three game win streak going up against a Pittsburgh Penguins team that has no Sidney Crosby. I like the Flyers tonight, minus one and a half. That's all for this episode of the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. If you haven't yet, go and follow us at BreakoutHKY underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you're subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And always gamble responsibly. 